are back. It's your girl Lena and your girl Just Ish, and we are Mimosas with Friends. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Me. Hello and welcome back. Um, shout out to everybody that showed us love. We appreciate you guys' feedback, reaching out, showing love, love coming from all different types of yes. places, surprising. Yes, people was coming out the hole. I was like, okay. Yes. Um, uh, the energy was there, definitely. Energy, energy, energy. Good vibes. Again, thank you all for tuning out to our first episode, and we back. Yes, we are back. I just agree with everything that Ish said. Please keep showing us love. We're going to continue to produce and entertain and share our thoughts. And if you're not following already, follow Mimosas with Friends. W-I-T-H is spelled out. Mimosas with Friends on Instagram. And you can follow us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts to listen to our episodes. That part. Mm. So, how was your week? My week was great. Um, we finally did it. We finally got out there. And just with all of the feedback, like we said, I've been living on a high. Um, just like, wow. But other than that, I mean, I had a great week. The summer is summering, so it's definitely hot. Hot <gasps> is an understatement. <laughs> Like you walk in, what happened to the AC? Are you up? Yeah. Like I left you on all day. Did you go to sleep? Can't feel you. Um, but yes, the, the summer's definitely we've been summering, and that's just been a good vibe in itself. We outside. We outside, not inside. Um, the week for me has been great. It's been productive. Um, I actually went to the doctor for my checkup. And I have found this black doctor, black woman. And when I tell y'all, her office was fly. Like, I was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> From the lobby, the chandelier had white leather seats. Okay. I was like, hold on, what, what's the copay? Y'all take my insurance because what's, it was given experience. Yeah. And so it was like great. She was very insightful. Shout out to Dr. Longo, but. I was kind of sad in the end because um, she did everything I needed. And then she hit me, not she, but this other lady that works in the office. I'm going to say a nurse, maybe a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. She was like, have you ever heard of um, concierge? I was like, concierge? No, I have not. So she enlightened me about what concierge um, services are. So basically what that means is the doctor would be technically on call for you 24-7. Let's make it 29-7. If you need an appointment, they're going to re- they're gonna have it the next day okay. or maybe same day. You could text the doctor, call the doctor any time of the day. That's but the gag, no, 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 no. It is. But the <laughs> gag is it's $1,500. That's 15, not- a week, a month, like, a year, right yeah. now? Yeah. 1500 right now? 1500 sadly. And I'm like, hold on. I was like, oh, it's covered by insurance. It is not. So I was just like, damn. First day in, first day out. I'm not coming <laughs> back. Like, what? Because it's not that. Do you have to get the service? Yeah, but she's no longer going to be doing. Uh, I forgot what she called it, but she's no longer going to be servicing um, but I guess in network, it's mm-hmm. going to be concierge solely. So I feel like that speaks to her work and all the work that she's put in her effort, because I feel like you have to be at a certain level to even, I was like, she got you with the vibe. I'm glad she was able to touch my arm before she blowed up out <laughs> here. But I'm just like, personally, I would love, love to give her my $1,500. But I just was like, 1500 like, uh, I could do some things with that money. Like what? 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 Right. Got a doctor. <laughs> I'm not sickly, honey. And God, please me right now. Let me say a prayer. God, I don't want to be sickly, but I don't want. I'm okay. That's what I pay my insurance <laughs> for. So I was just like, uh, love the experience. Love the black girl magic. Everybody was a person of color, and it was beautiful. But I, I ain't got it. I'm pop, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it, folks. Right idea, wrong person. Ooh, hit them with two. 
There we go. We hit you with the intro and we hit you with the right idea. One person right there. Right idea. Trying to be a black woman. Stay ahead of my health. Make sure I ain't going another titty. Make sure my blood levels is good. <laughs> Wrong person. Dr. Alongo. I'm sorry, <laughs> baby girl. The only thing I'm spending $1,500 on is a bag. No, I'm kidding. I would spend $1,500 <laughs> on like a vacation or just other things. Trying to be better financially saving. Right. Doctor, and I still got to pay my regular insurance on that. Yeah, nah. Right idea? Right idea? Wrong person. Or wrong network. Wrong network. <laughs> right. So that's cool. Um, With all of that being said, I'm ready for the libation of the week. What we got? What we got? Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> coming from you, from Paris. But you already know where it's really coming from. Happy Cork. Shout out to Happy Cork. Your neighborhood spirit store. Shout out to Brooklyn. I'm going to say that every time because it just brings me so much joy to have a Black-owned spirit store right around the corner. Like, when I mean around the corner, like, not even two blocks. A block like, you're going to go out here and there's 100, there's 100 degree I'm going weather. outside. The hot. The heat. Hot heat. And I'm going to Happy Cork because I know they're about to get me right. Shout out to the, all the ladies in there. They always give you the history of every um, item in there, whether it's a coaster. They're going to tell you who made the coaster. If it's the wine, if it's a champagne, if it's a sparkling wine, they even sell their alcohol, um, black-owned alcohol there as well. So shout out to them. Shout out to them because now you know I'm a customer. Every time I come to Brooklyn, I end up stopping by. Got to. And they're so nice. Right? All right. Absolutely. Um, so our libation of the week. Let's get to it. Is La Pon Royer. A little a little louder for him. La Pon Royer. You friend. We 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 and this bottle is really beautiful and something that we forgot to show you guys um will be the signature. We actually got one of the bottles that was signed that was signed by um the founder. So that was pretty dope. Yeah, it was really cool. So La Pan Royer is a champagne founded by Nicole Johnson, who created this champagne to pay homage to her grandmother. He was a praying grandmother. <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> what? I don't know. You get to or, the point. Say, Billy with his grandma's hands. Went to church on Sunday what? morning. Okay. You're killing me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She created this champagne to pay homage to her grandmother, Mrs. Hazel Lee Brown. Now, you better be a great grandmother for your grandchild to start a business in honor of you. I want to be that grandmother. Make sure cash. She was probably that grandmother that was lit at brunch. That's a fact. So she, okay. We see what you did, um, Miss Nicole Johnson. <laughs> Shout out to um, La Ponroy. And let's get into it. Yes. Okay. So now that that bottle is popped and it's tasting lovely, let me take a sip. Yes, it's giving me call my boo thing to come and pick me up for brunch vibes. Is it? I don't know, but I got more of a vibe. So each take it away. You have our quote of the day. Well, um, it's not necessarily a quote today because okay. today we're going to be talking about the theories of love. So, one, you're like a dream come true. Two, just want to be with you. Three, girl, it's plain to see that you're the only one for me. And four, repeat steps one, two, three. Five will make you fall in love with me if ever I believe my work is done. Then I start back at one. Numero uno. All right. <laughs> the wine got you groovy. <laughs> Not the. 
I was in my vibe. You had to really pull me out. Okay. Woo. So again, today's quote is not a quote because we have three stages of love that we're talking about. And when looking for quotes, this is what I found. So let's get into it. Um, it says that often your first, your first love is when you are young or even in high school is the idealistic love. The one that seems like the fairy tales we are, we all read as children. It's a love that looks right. And it's just pure. I feel like your first love is the purest love because you haven't experienced anything yet. I think I agree. I would agree too. Um, it's definitely a fairy tale. People are like, oh my God, this is going to be my husband. I'm going to be like oh Cinderella. Remember that game we used to play? Oh my God. Mash or Yo, Smash. Smash or Smash. And I was going to be living yes. in a mansion. <laughs> you did anything not to be in a shelter. Like okay. you was doing the math in your head. Okay. Like I'm not living in a shelter <laughs> with the man of my dreams. Okay, ever. Yes, definitely remember that game. That's That was a real throwback. Yeah, but I do believe that your first love is, um, or what you think to be love, maybe it truly is love because that's what you know it as at that point, right? It's your first experience. Um, so the question is on you, yeah. Again, let me show you how to answer the question because last <laughs> episode you struggled. Let's talk about okay. Lena Lena's first love. My first love. Wow. Let's mm. go back in time. <laughs> okay, singing bug. My first love, I still remember him to this day because I feel that experience and like life just kind of separated us. Mm -hmm. And we were definitely on two different paths. My first love, what am I going to call him? Ace Deuce. Ace Deuce? That's like one and two. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Just okay. Ace Deuce. Shout out. I met him through a friend. Like, you know, we used to be outside just doing stuff. And mm -hmm. he was outside. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know me. Mm -hmm. I will, I'm, I'm the, I, clearly, we're usually, we're we're the same people. Mm -hmm. We just grown up. We a little grown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know me. I play everything cool. But he was, I was like, oh my God, like fine chocolate man. Fine and he me. was chocolate? He was chocolate. And I had got out my light skin phase. Like, mm. you know, I love a Drake, but I that was like my first boozy that was chocolate. And um, we had a great time. I got my ass beat for my first love. <laughs> and I tell you. And oh, not by not no by, not by nobody on the street. Let me be clear about that. <laughs> Let's be clear about that. The only person that laid their hands on me and my forehead was it was my mother. The forehead? Yeah. Like she, a... she beat me like somebody off the street. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> um, my first love, we got I used to like that was the love that had me a little bit delusional, like how you said. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, like I'm about to graduate, I'm gonna graduate high school. Mm -hmm. I'm about to we're gonna get married. We're, we're gonna, gonna run off it. into the sunset. Yeah, we're gonna run off into but that's not what happened. Quick story. The run was short. It was a long run, but it was very rocky because okay. I'm young. My mother didn't really want me to have a boyfriend at mm -hmm. that time. I, I want to say I was like a freshman in high school, mm -hmm. but you could not tear me away from Ace Deuce. Deuce. Ace Deuce. I would say Deuce two. Deuce. <laughs> one, two, not the three. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So one day, this is back when I lived because I went to high school in Maryland. Mm -hmm. So I got off out of my little car, my car ride, and I was supposed to go home. Mm -hmm. Home was straight. I made a left. And he used to meet me at the top of the hill at the corner. Like, mm -hmm. we think we'd be in low. Like, nobody's going to see us. And we would walk Low on a hill? Okay. Yeah, but it was up the block from my house. Got like, it. And we talking Maryland blocks. Not, okay. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. New York blocks. Mm -hmm. So they kind of long. And we were just like holding hands, talking. He asked me about my day, gave me a little gift. Remember when G-Shocks were popping? G-Shocks, yeah, yeah that was the hot. That uh, was like a rolly in the hood. He gave me my first rolly. Okay, <laughs> check you out, my Ace Dude. I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> with the Drewski, you know, mm -hmm. Drewski. 
the tongue. <laughs> and um, yeah, so whatever. I was like, oh, at that time, I want to say I had a sidekick, chocolate, mm-hmm. the chocolate sidekick. And I it was out here lit. I mean, hello. You had money. You had somebody the, had money. You had the G Shock <laughs> and the sidekick. Okay. okay. And I remember my mother was blowing up my phone. I was like, okay, damn, time for me to get home. Now, if you know my mother, my mother is one of a kind. She's a Gemini. <laughs> so I'll let y'all put that. Auntie, she pointing at her forehead. <laughs> Meaning mental, not right, <laughs> not wrapped too tight. Girl, you know how you, when you, after you see your boo, you be on a high, you smiling. Uh-huh. Girl, I got to that front. I didn't even make it in the door. All I had was on my head. <laughs> not, I thought she was knocking at your bedroom door. <laughs> she beat me down. She was like, yeah, you think I don't know you was outside with so-and-so. I mm-hmm. told you to stay away from him. And I'm going to just say something here. I think my mother didn't like him because she... She thought he was ugly. And if you know me, I don't believe anybody is ugly because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So just so because- you beheld your eyes. <laughs> that's fucked that's up. I I'm just saying, you, if you say that, then it's like- No, nah, I thought he was, I, he was fine to me. It was in your eyes. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I remember from that day on, I was banned from seeing him. So I used to have to like get creative because if I wasn't going to New York, if I wasn't doing this, I was going to see him. So we used to go to the mall and I remember he bought me, he, shout out to Ace Doof because I was, I've been been spoiled, but like, I want to, he was the first boyfriend in my head. Cause you know, I couldn't say that to my mother at the time. That was my boyfriend. Um, that really was like out here doing what I needed. Got me the juicy couture and not the little basic one with the little heart. You know, the ones that was like costing me like 100 and something, the real intricate. Oh, he had money. That was money back then. See, now he, I also believe that Ace Deuce was probably in the streets. Um, I mean, we like a little hood. You know, and I was like, oh, he's different. He, he's this. I'm from, I'm from New York. Like they different to me. He had the little accent. I have, he was like, oh, I love your accent. Like, I don't got no accent. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so like we would like sneak off to the mall. He would hop through. All right, Mom, please don't beat me up if you listening. <laughs> I ain't even going. Never mind. I wait. You had me shook. I was like, what happened? Yeah, you might as well tell it now because yeah, she I'm already knows. So whatever. He would like. She's gonna have to take that one for the team. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take it for the team. Forget it. Um, he used to hop through my window and stuff. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, I was I was really wilding. Like I don't understand, but I was really like I was in love. Like I was in love. Mama, I love him. <laughs> but mama, right. I love him. And, um, real bad. We was we went together real bad, <laughs> real bad. And girl, it all burnt down when his fault. His parents also didn't want him to like have a relationship, especially if he was getting in trouble. My mother was the type like. What I said, like how I'd be like, I said what I said. Mm-hmm. She's, I said what I said. So even though when she found out I was still sneaking around, she called the conference call. Not when I'm thinking I'm going to um to go to the pool to lifeguard. I'm ending up at his house. And how I know it's his house because I would sneak over there sometimes. <laughs> um, girl, and you know how they be like, I, I'm not going to fold under pressure. Uh-huh. You Ace told? Dude, I didn't tell nothing. I was oh. like... I never, I was just like, I don't know. Like, I ain't seen him since. I, I, you know, I didn't okay, know. You kept it but real. he, his father was beating him up. Like, and you know told, how men hit. You he know, told? No. And he was bleeding. Like, I'll never forget that. That and was Ronda Thatcher. <laughs> and you know how you, um, I felt like I was like um, 50 Cent. And like the girl when she used to visit him in jail mm-hmm. underneath from the glass. If I was your, your best, best friend. friend. Yeah, I was crying. And my mother was like, What you crying for? You said that's not your boyfriend. I said, It's not. <laughs> but I was like, really? And I felt like that was the first time I felt heartbreak. And mm-hmm. not because it was my choice, but it was because like my our parents really like tore us apart. I would and yes, I still saw him after that. Black <laughs> eye, eye damn near closed. We, we got this learn. together. Yeah. We, Thank you for holding it down, babe. We held it down. But I really like, I was like, damn, like, I really was out here being crazy over, not really crazy, but I was like young in love. And I'm not going to say I was dumb. I made dumb decisions, but I feel like at the time it was so pure. It was new. It was natural. And let's be honest. If it's high school, like, come on now. Yeah. I'm damn near an adult. I didn't pay no rent on that end, but. <laughs> I'm about to be in college in four years. All right. 
yeah, it was definitely. But I really like enjoyed that. That opened my eyes up to a lot of things, um, different experiences, and like if I could do it all again, minus the beatdowns. No, I would. I would probably still take a blow for Ace Deuce. I don't know. Damn Ace Deuce. I don't know nobody else that can get the, the, the beat down. Damn, they lost my tooth. Like, what? Nah, she ain't beat me that bad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, yeah. So, what about you? Who, who was your first love? What did it feel like? What did it make you think about? Was it like lollipops? You, know, candy. you hit me too, with too many questions now. Come on now. You know, I, I, it's hard for me to answer mm. one. I got to focus. Here. You was in each one, teach one. <laughs> I see what's going on. That's so not the, nice. The teacher has to break it down. You got to give me time to like answer process. one. I got to okay. process it. So let's give you two because okay. this can be combined together. Okay. Who was your first love? And why? And what did it feel like? My first love was, um, it was, okay, so it was this guy, um, definitely also a hood guy. Won't he do it? Won't he will? The hood guys be the ones <laughs> with the definitely was a hood. He, he definitely was a hood guy. Um, but my first love was somebody that I wouldn't have even looked his way. He honestly was like, see me one day, this was middle school, like eighth grade. Um, and he sent me one day in the cafeteria and he was blocking me from like the playground and he was like where you going and i'm get out my way bro like i don't know you Mm. and he was like you my girlfriend and i was like what but he was like the guy that everybody in the school knew he was popular like he was that guy and mind you he looked like a grown-ass man at the age of hold on wait 14. and he was in a sandbox bro i think he was growing a beard at this point we need to see id my point exactly we need to see id but if you know you know like this guy but those was, be the ones so i was like you know playing around for a minute giggling with him but just his consistency and like the way he just approached the situation was like real confident and like you mind so I was like, oh, okay. All right. Eventually. And then he would like buy me cookies and slushies in Ooh. the cafeteria, which and at that point in middle school, everybody wanted the milk and slushie, but you asking, you, you, everybody wanted cookies and slushies, but you asking your parents for the money. And I already had and it. I'm drinking knew. yours and you're like, mommy and bought it. Right. My man <laughs> bought it. Um, I love it. So it was definitely very unexpected. Um, but again, his consistency, like he will call me at my house. And I think that this is where I get like not programming phones or storing phones in my mm-hmm. storing numbers in my phone. And I could pay attention. Like I could pick up on someone's voice really, really well. Ooh, back when we remember the phones that didn't have call ID, but you knew. No, we had call ID. But I'm saying when you're able to pick up on the voice and yeah. be like butterflies. Exactly. So, uh, and it's crazy because people say that that, that's toxic, but it's not. Like, I think that that's something that, you know, is a good, is a good um, observation to have. So long story short, um, we had call ID, but he'll call private because I wasn't supposed to be having guys call my phone. Um, So he will call my phone private. So if I see a private caller and if I didn't answer, he would hang up. But if I answered, he'll be Real street. Real street. He know. (laughs) And like, my answer, you gotta say hello first. He yeah. like this. He never said hello. He waited to see if it was me or if it was someone else picking up the phone. And um, if it was me, he'd be like, "Hey, babe, how's it going?" Like he had this sweet, soft, like raspy, like very. And we already know he was a chocolate man. Absolutely, very chocolate. Um, I'm just just thinking about it. Wow. Yeah. So he was really chocolate, like this real like looked like an adult in at in eighth grade so i felt protected but like we would sit on the phone for hours and it never like skipped a second or a beat and eventually you know that eighth grade love turned into i'm sorry that was definitely seventh grade because we separated we had to go to different schools separate. Oh, okay we, we had to go to different schools because our school closed down and then he in, eventually got kicked out of one school so that way he would end up at my school 
So he got kicked out for you. Wow. That's real that was love. real love, girl. That's I'm real telling love, you, it was real. When, love, when I yeah. found out he was coming to my my school, I was like, it's lit. But girl, this man used to be. If you look my way, don't look my way, because he was putting hands. I felt protected. Listen. So eighth grade, we ended up together. Um, and then in high school, we ended up going to the same high school. So we dated from seventh grade all the way up into maybe like the 10th, 11th grade before it started getting rocky. Mm. At this point, you know, he not just the guy who is the coolest guy in the class. Now he's like the boy on the block. He not really coming to school. Um mm. And if he is in school, he's not in class. So he was in the streets really, Hold really on, heavy. If you're not in the classroom, then were you in the bathroom? Gambling, yes, absolutely. Hustle that's, every day. That's what Hustle. they used to do. Um, so eventually he ended up getting kicked out of high school. But I remember the same thing like you, just sneaking off to his house. And um, I got caught twice. So one time I got caught. Why the first learn time. the first time? Listen, let me tell you. So the first time, and it's crazy how you come up with a lie on the spot. But like the first time, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna come to your house, blah, 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 blah. Because he had bought me like a little cell phone on the side. So I used to hide it from my mom. You had a little... Um, it was like a Boost Mobile, like the flip phone. It was like silver and minutes, purple. Yeah. The trap phone. Definitely. Mm. <laughs> and I used to hide it on the... I used to have it on the side. Um, So we used to like text and, and talk throughout the day. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to come over to your house today. So I'm walking up the, the the block, and I'm going to the hood. Never been to this part of, this part of Newark before. Um, I'm from Newark, by the way. Jersey in the house. Um, and my uncle pulls up. So he pulls up on the side of me like, eesh. And I'm like, who, is the, who know me around here? So then I look, and it's my uncle. So I'm like trying to speed walk. So he like, eesh, where you going? And I was like, somebody robbed me, stole my book bag. They was one. <laughs> not by. Not so let me was... tell you. <laughs> so you're going to go look for them after you already he got robbed by looking... yourself? <laughs> okay. Um, my uncle started. Okay. They did what? Yeah, they stole my book bag. Somebody stole my book bag. After school, like these big kids came and they stole my book bag. So we riding around the block. So he busted U-turn because he Want to go in the direction yeah, I'm walking? What's up? You stole my niece's book bro, bag. Bro, let me tell you. While we pulled to the corner, my ex sitting outside of the corner store. I guess where he trap out of, waiting for me. Right, so I pulled my seat all the way down so he can't see me. My uncle was like, "I can't find him, but we gonna keep looking for them." So he took me home. Until this day, I don't think my uncle know. But when he found out eventually, like when we started dating, like further as we got older. That's he was like, crazy. I think that that I think when you when I when I saw you walking up Spruce, that was the name of the street. When I seen you walking up Spruce, you was going to go see that boy, and I was like, no, I wasn't, Uncle. Like somebody really took my book bag. Still lying. <laughs> Still get. Listen, when you tell a lie, you gotta stick to it. You gotta stick to it. But I'm you know what? Free me. Free me. I'm tired of lying about it. Truth I was going to go see. I was going to go see the man that I was in love with. I had loved him. And by the way, uh, rest in peace his soul because he did pass. Live in the streets. Um, Live by the streets, die by the streets. But again, like that was, that was definitely um, a a story to tell. We had some, we had some great times. So that was going to be like my thing, but I knew that he had passed away. My first love is still out here. Um, he still be trying to, he say hello in my DMs from time to time. He be like, oh. Because they feel the vibes. I mean, yeah, but that vibe died. I, <laughs> I <laughs> hello, like we good. Um, but still, little Lena still loves you and I hope you're thriving. All right. Okay. So let's get into the second love. But before we do this, I'm going to need a refill. Because um, we about to talk about toxicity. Ugh, I don't want it. I'm tired of toxic love. <laughs> okay. So. Let me hold my edges down. <laughs> they say the second love is supposed to be our hard love. The one that teaches us lessons. It's a hard not life. The one Sorry, that teaches us that. lessons about who we are. And how we often want or need to be loved. Sometimes it's unhealthy, unbalanced, narcissistic even. 
You don't gotta tell me it's unhealthy. <laughs> um. So since I let off with the first love, let's get into the toxic. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Toxic love. <laughs> toxic. Um. Well, who who talking? Cause you ain't asked me a question. I'm I'm getting ready to. Oh, okay. My my brains is going. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, what was your toxic love like? Let's. Ooh. Oh my, <laughs> my glass in my hands. Toxic love. What was that like? How did it make you feel? How did it change you? Just so many things we want to know. Brunch best. OMG. Okay, so let's talk about that second love. That second love was a Taurus. A May Taurus. And if we talking about it, if you know, you know. No need to get into details. I don't really have much experiences with Taurus. Don't go that way. Although, Sounds you know. dangerous. Maybe I want to try it out. No, I'm no I mean, I, w- I would definitely say try it because they're definitely a, no, a too, good I'm, vibe. I'm getting too old to be in toxic situations, love, and all that. Um, I think they get better with time. But, so let's get to it. So, um, the second love. My second love was very interesting. I didn't expect... I was fading out from that first relationship. Okay. Um... And I remember seeing him for the first time at my job. I worked at the movie theater at a time. And um, his cousin worked at that movie theater as well. So he was coming and catch a movie with his brothers. Mm-hmm. And when he walked in. Excuse the train. Now, I live by the L-I-double-R. You know what I'm saying? And it just won't let me be great. So if you hear, hear, um, hear it sometimes, just please, please. Carisha, please. That's what I want to tell the trend. <laughs> please, please, y'all just ignore it. But go ahead, bro. So I seen him for the first time at the movie theater. Um, and he was saying hi to his cousin. And he went to go catch the movie. After the movie, uh, his brother stopped by the food stand and he was trying to talk to me. But the whole time, like I couldn't get my eyes off the middle brother, which was like, I'm like, I need to know him. I want to be speaking to him. And his brother's in my face, and I'm like, all right, I'm giving my number so he could go away. But the whole time, I was just like, do I hit him up and be like, so about your brother? <laughs> but that couldn't happen. So um, what I did was I needed a prom date because me and my first love wasn't that together at the time. I'm officially single, thank God. And I needed a prom date, and I didn't want to take anybody from my school because I knew like that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. Um. So I went to work one day and I told his cousin, I was like, hey, you know, um, she was asking me about school and, and my senior prom and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't have a date. Like, giving myself pity. I don't have a date. Like, I don't know. What okay, girl. And she was like, I got a cousin. And I was like, yes. So and I'm she gave me. that this cousin is the guy. The guy okay, that I have my eyes on. So she gave me his Facebook because it was Facebook at the time. And I hit him up with a smiley face. And from there on was the start of what blossomed and what died. So now that died. we got the background, let's let's get in. So we talking about what was what the made question it again? Toxic, sweetie. What you made it toxic? What's going on? Uh, what made it toxic was um, I'm sorry, I was I was daydreaming. What made it toxic was the fact that we just started dating and we were at like this high and out of the cupcake stage. So we were like high in the cupcake stage. Really always want to be around each other. The honeymoon. vibe was great. Honeymoon stage. Yes, absolutely. And I ended up going to college, which was Alabama, 17 hours away, thousands of miles away. The sticks. <laughs> let's, let's just call it what it is. And I remember he drove down. We did a family trip. He drove down to drop me off. And somehow he made a trip to the to the bookstore. And the guy in the bookstore was like, yeah, you seen your girl down here. She ain't going to be your girl when she come back. Who was that person in the um, Tuskegee like, bookstore Like, right, screw you that. because you messed his brain up, like, all the way up. From the time he left that campus was the start But of... was he right, though? Absolutely not. Okay. I was in my dorm room. Anybody who know, if you know, you know. I was in my dorm room 
booed up, caked up, on the phone. On, with the phone, okay. All day, every day. And at this point, I think we were still, like, transitioning from the um, limited minutes, like a thousand or something minutes, okay. something like that. Um, I had T-Mobile at the time. So I was like T-Mobile and T-Mobile Tuesdays. I'm still T-Mobile to the day I die. <laughs> right. But at the time, it was like limited minutes. And if it was T-Mobile to T-Mobile, we was good. But he had Sprint. So. Um, T-Mobile bought Sprint. So. Eventually. Eventually. But. I, I'm going to need those minutes back because I was running them up. Now you need the minutes back. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, it got toxic at that point from the time that he left campus because whoever was that person was implement if you like seen him now would you know no because i didn't he took a trip to the bookstore they were buying me he was buying me like nah, he gift. made that up no i don't i don't know now that you're telling me that you wasn't there that don't even sound no i wasn't there he was he went with my mom I nah, now now i don't know <laughs> if it's credible because now i'm thinking about skiggy and i want to be clear i don't nobody in skiggy is that bold that they about to tell another man those men are not that bold them <laughs> southern men are not that old i don't know but uh, if you let him tell it this is know. what happened because they stayed for a whole week. They stayed at the Kellogg for a whole week. So I was like back and forth through orientation and class mm-hmm. and all of that, that first freshman week. So if you let him tell it, this is what happened. And from then on, I was just fighting like, yo, this is not it. Like I'm in my room all the time. Like who can I talk right. to? Blah, 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 blah. So it was a bunch of back and forth. Um, and then, so you're still going through this whole. We we I already said I, I told you what the toxic yeah. started from. Okay, so we got what it started from. You went to college. That was the second part. The distance. So we got that point. I told you, you got to ask me one question at a time. What's the second question? Okay, so when did you know officially that this is a toxic situation that a I either no longer want to be a part of or b I'm a stick beside him or c a combination of both. See a combination of both. Okay. So when, <laughs> um, where, who, what? See a combination of both. We dated like on and off um, for a while up until maybe like I graduated in 2017. Up until maybe 2019, we dated like on and oh, off. Oh, that's pre-COVID, sweetie. <laughs> that's me and then when they, we had the mask. So. We dated on and off um, about that time or seeing each other on and off. However you want to put it, situationship rather. Okay. On and off until about that time. And that's when I knew uh that it wasn't it wasn't it. Because during my senior year, he ended up saying, like, we broke up and he got another girlfriend. And that girlfriend was together. Um, he ended up having a kid, and then mm. I got back from B A B Y M A M A. This goes out to all my baby mamas. Mm, not the... Okay, I, I got, got another question for your baby mama. You what? I ain't got love. I ain't got love for you. Come up to your mic and say that. I ain't got love for you. Um, yeah, I'm going to so, need something stronger than the champagne. <laughs> Y'all got you. We got so, shots in here. We uh, seen each other on and off until like the, 19, the 2019 okay. year. And that's when I knew, like, I couldn't do it no more because I started to love myself and realize that I'm putting, my, I'm putting myself in this mm. situation. That awareness, like, when that awareness kicks in, it's, it's a different type of feeling. Why are you dealing with this, right? Like, you don't have to share anybody. Like, love yourself, love thyself, and I love thy bye away. What? I don't know, but it made sense in my All head. Right. I said bye bye at that point. Okay, so my question to you is. Would you go back to your toxic love? If it's not toxic anymore, drops mic. Okay. And then what was the craziest situation that you went through with this toxic person? Yes, interview. <laughs> you can catch me at Queens of Queens J. <laughs> um, I think the most toxic point was uh, we ended, we, not, I wouldn't even say we. It was me. Okay, my um, You know, you got to you gotta take accountability. Mm-hmm. It was me, and it was at a point where uh, we were going back and forth. At this point, it was just, we were still dating. Like, he hadn't moved on or got into a relationship or anything. We were still dating um, throughout college, and I just felt like I kept coming home 
And when I came home, he was probably talking to somebody or dealing with someone. But because he kept hanging out with like this one friend that I just didn't like. And a I, guy? It was a guy. It's always the one friend that you. Yeah. But when I think about it now, they were just like smoking weed, being dumb. Being dumb. And he didn't want to say that. Like he felt like smoking weed was the worst thing to tell me, I guess. But anyway, so. Interesting. For me, and we, we at least it's not crack, right? Like, I don't know. At that point, I wasn't. I had never smoked at that point, so okay. I was against it. So he felt like, you know, I gotta hide this from her. So I ended up hating a friend, and eventually it got to the point where like you always going out, you always hanging out with him. Like right before I come, you know, I'm on my way. You saying, oh, I'm with this person, I'm with that person. I'll be there in ten minutes, fifteen minutes. But you literally were just in the house. So in my mind, I'm like, you're not with no guy. You're not with him. You were some girl. Okay. And I remember like asking him for his phone and like going through every going through the messages. And I just went to his friend's name. And they weren't like talking about like any girls or anything, but there was he was talking about like how I was like always bitching and nagging and I was getting on his nerves. And at that point we was like hanging out. But you texting your friend is and it's like, but why you can't tell me? Right. So I remember just like flying across the bed and hitting him with a two piece. And then, like, I just blacked Not out. Not the that two point. piece. Did you give him a biscuit too? Because you know I love a you, gotta have a, <laughs> you know I love a two piece and the biscuit. Because if they don't have the biscuit and the jelly, then it don't matter. So all right, uh, I ended up hitting him with a two piece, and like <laughs> I blacked out, and I remember him like you know trying to get me off and off of him and like calm him down, and I just remember just biting across his chest. Mike like, Tyson is in the building. Taking the skin off of him. Wait, and then when I the skin, yes, and then he had bought me a promise ring, so I took the promise ring, and I never seen it after this day. Like, dang, I wish I would never threw it, but I took it off and I threw it, and like it was that. I just remember those three points because it was very crucial from the time that it started to the time that I was like, what the hell is going on when I bit him, so and out. then throwing the ring, and we were like outside, like arguing, fighting, cussing each other out, and like his mom in the house, but nobody ever came outside. Like y'all not like, well, out. She out here biting people. I don't want to get. And bit. it was my birthday at that point. It was definitely my birthday because we were supposed to be going. This was like in the middle of the night, and that day we were supposed to be going to Atlanta City to like spend a day and like hang out. But we never made it there, of course, because. Well, yeah, you you need a tetanus shot. You just bit me. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> what? So, long story short, I do not promote violence. Like that was the first and last time I ever put my hands physically on a man in. A dangerous way at least um but you know like i learned from that lesson and i will i won't ever let nobody get me to the point of insanity to where i black out like because that's what happens mm. so that was when i knew you know it was getting toxic and this ain't right was getting we were there hello somebody should have had a, like a buzzer toxic toxic like who was that Tory Lanez that used to have the um Forget it. I can't remember my brain. <laughs> uh, uh, but you needed a button. That's okay. To this day, I'd be like, if you hit me up, I'd be like, you still got that mark? The bite mark. But the skin grew back now. I would hope, so. like, what? Okay, I, I've gotten to the level of crazy. It was traumatic. I've never bit nobody. That's a, <laughs> that's a different type, but that's giving me DMX. Kinda like bust your guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what? It's yeah, funny. no, I don't. I, I laugh about it, but it's really not funny. But you go through things that you often can look back on and be like, "Damn!" Shout out to growth because if it wasn't for the growth, if it wasn't for the experiences, if it wasn't for the knowledge, you would still be that person. You would still be out here biting. And exactly, and thinking that that's cute. Thinking that's cute. Like, yeah, I just bit the shit out of him, bitch. <laughs> like, let me tell you about last and night. I'm the friend that's like, I'm gonna bite him too. Like, what's up? Like, it's crazy. Like, what side you bit? The right side. Right. I got you on the left. left. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. Talk to you. So let's let's get to you, Miss Interviewer. Now you are the E, the interviewee. Um, what about your second love? I wish I wouldn't met. When was it? Uh, Carl Thomas. I wish I would have <laughs> never. Um, my toxic love definitely came during my college days because I 
could have, I've like when I look back at different things, I really could have lived a different life. I feel like I would have had a skeeky husband from college. Absolutely. Yeah. The like, husbands was out there. They was skeaky. out there and there was a more low key ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to get into that, but there was this guy, because you know, I had, I didn't, I really didn't um, dabble too much in the skeeky pool much. I ain't going to push my, I ain't going to throw stuff on myself. I'm going to just stop right there. <laughs> I didn't dabble in the ski pool much, but I remember um, we went to this pool party. Who was I with? I, it don't, they, don't, they don't matter. I'm the star of this the show. The pool parties was No, like... no, 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 no. It was Auburn because you know me. I oh. lived, I, once I got my wits about myself, I moved to Auburn, got my car. I don't even think I had my car yet. I was still living in the dorm. So I don't, shout out to Sage Hall. And I remember Sage was bougie. No, no, white. white. Was I lived in white as well. Hello, because I lived in Sage. Yeah, Sage was a good dorm because I had was. the um RA's room with the bathroom inside because I couldn't what? do common. I uh uh-uh. I just couldn't. How was... you pull that? Anyway, I'm not going back to undergrad. Um, so, so yeah, I remember I went to this pool party and he was wearing a jersey. We gonna call him Jersey. Okay. He was wearing a jersey and we. I really thought he was Dominican, like. You could he looked like an op that I know. Not an op, but he like somebody that I seen in Harlem somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking, and I was like, wait, you're not Dominican. You got this real southern accent. And he's like, You got an accent. I don't have an accent. You got an accent. Mm-hmm. But whatever. And we were like, we're talking, talking, talking. And I was like, Oh, he lives in Auburn. He got his own spot. Da-da-da. He oh, he drive. Just little stuff. Like little Benefits. shit. Why was that gassing me? But I guess that makes sense, right? I was gassed up. And then there was this other guy. We gonna call him six nine because he was nine. he was real tall and he also was <laughs> but they it's were the nicknames for me six nine in Jersey six nine was applying pressure and so was Jersey and if you know me I I I play it cool until I fade the black I can't do too much so I've been mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm gonna talk to you I'm gonna talk to you and then we gonna figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, I will say this is when I realized it was toxic. Like we would hang out. We never had like did anything. I hung out at his house a couple of times. Like he would pick me up, but it was strictly like platonic. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything crazy. But six nine. See, this is when shit get messy. This is when you do the telephone, the pillow talking. You know, guys talk a lot. Absolutely. Um, they the talk pillow talk be us. crazy. Right. Like, you're giving me a headache. My pillow, silent. Yeah, like, you Please. talk. Guys be talking more than us sometimes. So, long story short, 6 9 low-key, um, he came to Tuskegee for, like, a party. And we was, like, you know, kicking it regular, like, mm-hmm. talking. 6 9 did not really have much to offer, but, like, tallness. And I'm going to imagine that. Something else may have been 6'9". I'm not really sure. I never got to experience that. Um, but yeah, he went back and told Jersey, like, um, yeah, like, we kiss, we hit. Yeah, but that never was the case. And remember, um, yo, what was the name of that club? The one we got kicked out of? Extreme. Club Extreme. I'll never forget. You know, in, like, the hallway where they got the mirrors. I remember being on the phone with Jersey. Like, that didn't happen. Crying my eyes out. Not in the club. I was in the club. I was uh, being a baby in the club. Yes, I was crying, and I was like, "That didn't happen." He like played me to the left, put me on ice, honey. Quick, I should have known that was a red flag. He's a Pisces, and you know they're very emotional. Mm-hmm. I'll never date another Pisces. Let me put that on record. <laughs> Let me say that again. I'll never date another Pisces. Not no offense to the Pisces out there, but my that one hurt me real real bad. I damn near gotta go get surgery again. Um. <laughs> But long story short, we ended up rekindling, talking again. I was really pumped. And then, like, it was just a lot. Like, it was a de- given very much situation mm-hmm. shit. But he's like, you my girl, but you're not. And I'm like, you my man, but you're not. What? And anybody that would ask me, I'm like, that's not my boyfriend. But be at his house every night. Be He be at my house once I moved to Auburn. We chilling real bad. We was chilling real bad. <laughs> it got real heavy. Too heavy. And I feel that I was not equipped with the tools that I needed at the time to really go through that experience. So story time. Let's get into it. I'm listening. Spring break. Spring break was lit. Yeah. Spring break. I want to say I'm the ready. rapper name was Bankroll. Bankroll Fresh. He died. You remember? I thought Walking you was talking. That sound like the guy in, um, from that show on FX. Atlanta. <laughs> No, Ain't that his name? I don't know. I think his rap name is Bankroll. 
Not him. Um, I remember he died. We went away. We were there. Remember, we went to Orlando for spring break, and I got kicked out the. Well, I never made it in the club. Oh, we went to yes. That's a different story. Take us back. Take us back. So I remember coming back. We didn't really. I didn't really sleep, and I was working at Payless at the time. Hated that fucking job. Let me put that on. I hated that fucking job. You had to start from somewhere. Started from the bottom. Now I'm here, right? Um, and I remember texting him like, I'm tired. Like I want a Caesar salad. That's like, that's still my thing. Like, I feel like I'm never going to grow out that. I wanted a Caesar salad from Publix. Um, and I was going to come over to his house, but something in my soul, my soul was anchored. Like it, it knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, how I feel like women, we just had the intuition, like things just, it wasn't, it, it wasn't right. So I went to his house. I barely ate the salad. Now, mind you, you know, we was in Orlando. We're partying, even though we couldn't get into the club because I was too young. We was drinking at the house, doing a lot of stuff. Orlando was lit. Orlando was a good time. So the fact that I couldn't sleep let me know that I was bothered about something that was way beyond my years that I didn't tap into yet. And I remember, because you know when you know how guys back, I don't know, I don't know how y'all do now, but they go to the bathroom with their phone. So in my head, I'm like, well, I need that phone. I got to go through that phone. Right. Because what what, what's in the phone that you got to go to the bathroom? You taking a shower. You doing a little zooty zoo. You brushing your teeth. You Like, what's going on? You in your phone that bad. And do you it, do anything without your phone these days? I do. I'm not really on my phone that much. So I remember we went to bed. This is when it got, it was already toxic. Like we would go back and forth. First of all, it was toxic from the beginning when he cut me off and then came back talking about X, Y, and Z. I remember laying there in the dark in the nice town home in Auburn. And I, I knew I was going through that phone. I'm going through that phone tonight. Like you would say, I'm fucking you tonight. No, I'm going through that phone tonight. Okay. And you know, you, you know, you crazy. When you remember the code, but nobody gave it to you. I'm watching, I watched you type that in. Yo. I went through the phone and ladies back then you had to be smart. You don't go for the girls. You go for Absolutely. the unsaved numbers uh-huh. and you go for the guys. The friends. I found two numbers. And long story short, not long story short, but which really ticked me off is that we had a friend at the time that was a male. And we never did anything with that friend or whatever. Like it mm-hmm. was strictly like we're friends. Yeah. And Jersey made a Big deal about this friend going on this trip. But in that phone, he was planning to go on a trip with this other girl. Like she was going to be a part of the group, but she was loved him like mm-hmm. madly in love. Madly in love. Mad. Mod. He was bringing water uh, water to the beach, sand to the he beach. He was bringing sand to the beach. And like, even though it was just the fact that it's the principle, like, don't ever check me on something that you're doing yourself. Mm-hmm. But you thought I was going to find out, right idea, wrong person. Sis, I'm going to tell you this right now. I blacked out. I remember grabbing my dog. I beat him out his sleep. Now, that's one thing that's dangerous. You don't hit nobody in their sleep because he could have had a heart attack, anything. You don't hit nobody at all. You don't hit nobody in their sleep. <laughs> you give them a chance to defend themselves, okay? Okay. This is toxic, Lena. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. And he woke up like, you know how you be when you have a bad dream? You wake up like, yeah. And I was like, what's that mean? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. When they beat him out the sleeve, you wake up with your eyes and I'm gripped up. And I remember grabbing my dog. I don't even know if I put my shoes on, y'all. I don't know. Running down the house. And I remember he chased me. And this is what I knew. Like, I didn't know then, but I know now I lost myself. I went batshit crazy like when i say batshit crazy like i went back in the house breaking stuff don't i don't live there like you break like what i wish somebody would come through my door right now and act crazy and break something that they did not buy i called a friend and if this friend is listening she is going to know exactly what i'm talking about (laughs) i remember he it was so bad that he had to leave his house i was still there he had to go and I remember he said something. I don't know what it was, but it triggered me. And I jumped over the bush and took out his house window. With what? With a, um, you know, them little gnomes in the grass. I took, picked that up and I just took it out. I was like, fuck it. Like, shit. Like, you broke my, I was heartbroken. Like, you hurt me. And then I remember waking up the next day and my friend was like, you good? And I was like, what happened? Like, that, that was the first time I think I experienced blacking out before like blacking out like i blacked out i didn't remember all i remember was going through the phone maybe hitting them with the one two three piece and a biscuit (laughs) and the side with the jelly and a drink yeah and like it was really bad 
but it was so bad i still went back because it was so good and that brings me to this remember the challenge for the d that was me that was me and i don't <laughs> even know if it was the d but i think that was I'm all gonna, of us at some point listen me i'm gonna do it for the d i'm gonna tell a lie for the d uh quit my nine to five for the d what Go to jail for the D. Lock me up. Then they drop dead for the D. I'm dead. <laughs> and after all that, like he never called the cops on me or anything, but it was just um a crazy situation that went on from the time I'm in college. And I want to say that's like my sophomore year to when I get a job, 2017-ish. And it was just like a lot, like a lot of back and forth, even though I moved back home to New York. He was still, like, in my life. And then I really had to, like you said, realize, like, yesterday's price is not today's price. Like, Absolutely I'm not. That. It's I, up. It's been up. Like, I don't ever understand why I wasted time. And let me not say wasted time because everyone that you meet is either a lesson or a blessing. And I want to say it was a combination of the, of the two because, of course, there were good times. But the main focal was I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about the things that I'm not going to take, a lot about the things that, I'm actually stronger than what I thought, but I don't want to be strong. I don't want to be strong in this way. I don't want to feel that I have to go on your phone. I don't want to feel that I have to fight you. I don't like those things really like resonated with me that of course it took time as I transitioned out of being a young adult to an adult that I had to learn that my price is so high that I'm untouchable. Nobody besides God is going to tell me which way I need to go, how I'm going to act. Nobody's going to have the control over me to the point where I lose myself trying to figure out you and I. It's never going to be a you and I. It's always going to be me, and then I'll figure out what's going on there. Right. And that's when I, like, it just was like a big reality that I wasn't, I didn't need to be in nobody's relationship. I wasn't ready to be in no situation where I had to figure shit out. And granted, it taught me a lot, but if I could go back, I would definitely like how people. I want to change a thing. Hell, that's a lot. Is anybody saying they're not changing? I would change it because I feel that I could have definitely changed my. Well, if you change something from your past, do you feel like that's regret? I don't want to say it's regret because it did add to who I am as today. But if what I'm saying is, I could go back. If I had the tools that I have right now, when I could go back, I would apply. I would give. I'd be like, hey, Lolina. Hey, little Lena. And a nice bad white suit with some with looking good. <laughs> and I was not the angel. And, and I'll be like, give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. Give yourself some grace and know that you don't have to tolerate this. Because I feel that I could have been, because the streets was calling. And I was in college. You're, you're, yeah, you're. Definitely. And I just feel like I could have experienced other things this, besides like, I'm dead. I'm awake again. I'm asleep. I'm sad. I'm mad. Like, it was so much that mm -hmm. I, my little heart couldn't take. Absolutely. And getting that degree was the best thing that's ever happened in my life. But getting that degree, learning my wits about myself, learning my value, learning um, how to properly communicate without the two-piece and the biscuit was, like, excellent. But that toxic shit? I ain't here for it. Free me. Oh, I've been shackles off my feet so I can dance. I gotta find peace of mind. Hello, because I just feel like who wants to be in that? Like we too like at this point, back then, all right. But at this point, what? Like who? What? Huh? Nah. Yeah. Right out there, one person. You're not about to get me in there. Like, let's be clear about that. Absolutely. <sighs> that toxic love takes a lot out of you. Like I had to catch my breath. Yeah, I had to definitely catch my breath because I just can't believe some of the things that I did said. But it's okay. Because we had our first love. Our second love. Now, what's that third love given? They say that third love is a love we never see coming. The one that mm. usually comes dressed as all wrong for us and that it destroys any lingering ideal ideas we cling to uh, about what love is supposed to be it is that love that just feel right i had to take that all in so it's that love that you don't see coming like boom bitch i'm here love me 
I think that love is it sounds real good. Like it do. I just see how our tone just changed. Yeah, it reminds me of a Hagen Dazs cookies and cream milkshake with the whipped cream on top with the little crunchies. Little swirl. Mm-hmm. That sounds real good. It made me happy inside. So do you feel that you've met your third love? Uh I haven't I haven't entered into that that phase or journey um in my life. Have I had other relationships after my first and second love? Of course. But um definitely don't feel like that third love has come knocking on my door. Also, it's not gonna knock, remember that. Yeah, or or knock me out. Wait. Because it was a surprise. Like boom, bitch. Yeah. No. Not okay. not you. I make you I, pass out. Made me pass out. I mean, I haven't felt none of that. Okay. So I don't know. I just haven't I haven't been hit unexpectedly. Um but we'll see. We'll see what what, what comes in life. Cause I'm somebody's wife. I know yeah. it. I am somebody's wife. What about you? Third love. Let's talk about it. Cause you glowing, sis. I'm glowing because of self-love. I'm glowing because I'm happy. I am in a space where I'm loving myself properly and I'm allowing someone else to love me properly. That part. But in the midst of being loved properly, I have my ways about myself where I'm still undoing certain traumas, healing, and I would say, no, I don't believe that I've met my third love my forever love the one that's gonna swoop me off my feet and knock me out now that doesn't i don't i think this i feel like the third love could be somebody that you haven't met somebody that you've already encountered or somebody that's already present in your life because i feel that love is something that grows with time it does it's it's like a it's it's a wine it takes Mm -hmm. time to be great right yep so right now no i do not feel that way i don't believe that i've encountered my third love I feel that it's going to take a minute. I don't know. I'm just enjoying this phase of life where it's me. It's Lena. Like, everything else is aside. I feel that because we went through the first, we went through the second. At some point, in order to be prepared for the third, got to work on yourself. And you want to show up. Yeah, I want to show up. I don't want to be toxic, Aisha. I don't want to be clueless, naive, Aisha. I want to be someone who shows up in love because I feel like I've shown up in my previous relationships, but I haven't shown up as the best version of me. Yeah. And for me, I feel like I show up in the beginning and then like, cause it phases out. I'm a prize. Let's be clear. I'm somebody's wife too. They, they gotta be able to handle all of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> cause it's getting big body bends. Cause the personality is on 10, a thousand, <laughs> but I know that right now, I haven't experienced that. Like, I'm in a good space, but it's a no. And I would agree. Um, definitely in a good space. Um, working, dating, but open to that love. Definitely open, want that love, but you don't, I don't want to plan it. I don't want it to be something that has to be time, something that I'm searching. Like, I don't want to look for it. I want it to pop up whenever it pops up. Like, it makes me think of like a movie scene where I'm walking down the street, my heel break, and then he pop, pull up. And then I'm like, <laughs> we start talking. Then I realize, like, oh my God, I love him. Like, that kind of feeling. Or the type of love where he take his jacket off and put it underneath the, yeah. the rain, the, yeah, uh, like the puddle. The type so of love walk where in the I rain. don't have to ask. I don't have to say, you just know, you know me. Like, you, you know me without knowing me. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I would agree. Um, I'm looking for this quote by Maya Angelou so I can get it right. Because it was this one quote that she said, and I found it. And she said, have enough courage to trust love one more time and always one more time. So if you're trusting love one more time and always one more time, would you redate anybody from your past? Yes. One person, actually. Um, 
I wouldn't say anybody, but it's just one specific person. And that's just because I feel like the person that I met was, that I fell in love with at that time was the surface of this person. And um, we met at a young age. I wouldn't say it was the wrong time because we definitely learned lessons. I know I did. But I feel like with that age or during that young time of growing and things that were that we were experiencing in the life that we had to live um too mature that we you could look back at that time and be like all right that that that's not something you want to go back to no i don't want to go back to that per se but i did fall in love with this person and who they were on the surface i mean underneath the surface and inside was beautiful um so if I could find that person again, not necessarily find that person or that person presents itself, presents mm. himself as that person. And we could work and, and figure out if we could redo it in this time, if we could love the way that we love then now, then it would be the perfect love story in my eyes. I love that. But that takes, that takes maturity. It takes understanding that life comes with trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not only do I have to do the, continue to do the work on myself because the work is never done, but you will have to present yourself would have done work and willing to do work. And then we can then work on something together. Um, but absolutely, there's one person that I will always try love with one more time. Mm. Drops Mike, and here comes the, the train <laughs> taking that moment away, just like the toxic love. I feel that. I like that. So, right. yeah, that's my story. And you're sticking to it. And I'm sticking to it. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, the episode on the stages of love. I know we all been there. We had our ups and downs. We rode the roller coaster of it all. We had the smiles. We had the laughs. We had the cries. Even if you had to lay in your mama bed at night. We all been there. No judgment. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a great one. We'll see you next week. Bye. Stay beautiful, black, blessed, and brilliant.